Welcome to Monday's Morning Show Podcast, because you deserve a better morning. Before you drink out of that gigantic Stanley that you ran to the store and bought after it became popular on TikTok, uh, you're probably going to want to listen to today's nerd news. And if you need a job and love burritos, Chipotle is apparently the place to work. I'm going to tell you about it in the core four. Happy Monday and welcome to the Morning Show Podcast. My name is Anthony. I'm Carla Marie and today is Monday, January 29th, 2024. The Core Four. The four headlines you need to know. Are funeral homes ripping you off? A bunch of them across the country got in trouble for violating the funeral rule, which has been in effect since 1994. I personally didn't even know about this until yesterday, but it's so important to know about. It's meant to allow customers to compare prices between funeral homes and select only the desired arrangements. Funeral directors must give consumers price information over the phone if it's requested. Under the rule, customers can ask a funeral home for an itemized price list and see a written casket price list before having to go and view caskets. Customers can also use their own casket or container at a funeral home. But the Federal Trade Commission found out a lot of these funeral homes weren't following the funeral rule. Last year, they conducted phone sweeps and called 250 funeral homes across the country. They found that 39 funeral homes were violating the rule and that some even failed to provide accurate price information. The 39 funeral homes received warning letters to reiterate the rule and were told that a failure to comply would result in penalties up to $51,000 per violation. Hopefully you have absolutely no need for this information, but at least you now know about the funeral rule, and I will put a list of all the funeral homes that got in trouble at themorningshowpodcast.com. There are some major and very consequential updates from the Middle East, and it would take at least an hour to really dive into each one of them individually. So instead, I'm going to do my best to give you the top level information about the three biggest stories from the weekend regarding the Middle East. And if you want any more information, um, it would be a great idea to look into this yourself. Number one, for the first time since the October 7th attack by Hamas, American military members were killed in the Middle East. Three service members were killed and at least 25 others were injured at a military base in Jordan. As of right now, the Pentagon believes that Syrian forces backed by Iran were responsible for the attack. And Jordan, which is an American ally in the Middle East, was quick to point out that it will assist the Americans in fighting terrorism and also pointed out that the attack was not launched from Jordan. Jordan also finds itself in a really tough position where, like I said, they are an American ally but around 60% of its population is made up of Palestinians who were kicked out of their land when the current state of Israel was established in 1948. Second update. Now, this one involves the United Nations and Palestine, where over the weekend, the United Nations Relief and Work Agency fired a dozen employees after Israeli intelligence claimed they had information linking those 12 employees to the attacks on October 7th. Israel claims that they pulled that information from Hamas militants who they have been interrogating since October 7th. The United Nations agency also said they're going to look into those claims in order to verify them, but they wanted to remove the employees in order to show the international community that it takes these claims seriously and won't tolerate militant activity in their organization. 
Unfortunately for the Palestinian citizens who have been relying on this agency, getting rid of those employees hasn't helped because America, Canada, the United Kingdom, and a bunch of other countries decided to pause their funding of the agency, which means that the Palestinians who are in the middle of a humanitarian crisis will continue to starve without proper food or water. And now on to update number three from the Middle East. And if you remember, the United Nations was investigating whether or not Israel was committing genocide on the Palestinians. And the United Nations International Court of Justice just passed down their judgment on Friday, which was maybe. The court said that the words from some of the Israeli government officials could be considered genocidal and some of the actions by the government and the military were genocidal. And the court then ordered the Israeli government to do everything in their power to put a stop to those actions and also said they will need to come back in a few months to prove they haven't been committing genocide. So it's kind of weird because the court did stop short of calling what's happening in Gaza a genocide, but also said that some of the actions definitely break international law. Interestingly, the United States, Canada and the UK have not pulled their funding from Israel like they did for Palestine. The important thing to remember with all of this, though, is whether it's American politics yelling about what should be done or the International Court of Justice asking for more information. These are all people who make a ton of money and they're removed from the situation on the ground while they play politics. And all of that is going on while almost 30,000 Palestinians have been killed and millions have been forced from their homes since October 7th and now face daily bombing as they shelter in refugee camps with almost no access to food or water. Chipotle is beefing up their staff and their benefits. I had to do it. We're heading into burrito season. Between March and May, it is the busiest time of year for Chipotle, so they're amping up their hiring and making the job more appealing. The plan is to hire 19,000 new workers nationwide, which is great, but they're also going to give employees six free sessions with a mental health professional. They also plan to match up to 4% of an employee's salary through 401k contributions if that employee is making student loan payments. Chipotle will also offer employees access to cred.ai. It's a Visa credit card aimed to help users build credit as well as access to SoFi, which will help them with personal finances. And 73% of Chipotle's current workforce is Gen Z, so a lot of this is targeted at them. You can apply for a job at jobs.chipotle.com. Even though we aren't technically at war with anyone, one thing you can always count on from the American government is that we are funding a war somewhere. The two biggest examples right now are the billions that we're sending to Israel to bomb Palestine and the billions that we're sending to Ukraine to fight Russia. Now, whether you think we should be funding either of those conflicts isn't really the point right now. That's not what I'm getting at. We could all have different opinions on those things, and that's okay. What I think we can all agree on, though, is that since those billions are coming from our money in the form of tax dollars, maybe we should make sure we know where that money is going. And when it comes to Ukraine, we should probably track that money a little better because Ukrainian officials say they just discovered an embezzlement scheme that stole about $40 million that were originally intended to buy weapons. Now, the Ukrainians have said this was local money, not money provided by America or the European Union. But the news about this embezzlement just adds to a growing list of money in Ukraine that mysteriously disappears. 
Just this month, the Pentagon announced they can't track more than a billion dollars worth of weapons and equipment that was sent to Ukraine. I don't know about you, but that sounds like a pretty big deal. And last summer, just six months ago, the Pentagon announced they mistakenly sent an extra $6.2 billion to Ukraine. So for those of you keeping track at home, that's over $7 billion of mismanaged money or resources between our government and Ukraine. And that's in just about six months. So next time the government wants to cut a program related to education or social benefits or infrastructure, just remember, they may not have enough money for us, but they'll always have enough money to spend and lose on the industrial military complex. A quick reminder, it's not all doom and gloom. Here's today's hope for humanity. 136 tortoises have a new home on the Galapagos Islands. They were actually raised in a breeding and rearing center on the island. They're around five to nine years old, so it was time to release them to the wild. But how did they release them? This is kind of crazy. All thanks to donations that were given to the Galapagos Conservancy, they were able to bring them to their new location through helicopters. But if they didn't have that money, people would have had to bring the tortoises to the new location by sea, then put them on their shoulders and carry them across several kilometers of lava fields. So thanks to those donations, none of that needed to happen. The tortoises will now help restore the ecological balance of the island, and they are under threat from invasive species, so they'll continue to be monitored. And by the way, for my Schitt's Creek fans, we all know Ted was totally a part of this. I never really thought that through this podcast, we would be talking to our community about underwear. But here we are. Uh, we heard from Jen and Lisa, who ordered from me undies the last time we talked about them, and they love their order from me undies. Yeah, so they got hipsters and said they were super comfortable, soft, and they don't ride up because there really is nothing worse when it comes to underwear. Yeah. But Anthony and I both really loved our underwear from me undies as well. They are really soft and comfortable. And on top of that, they have so many designs to choose from. I have neon hearts. Anthony, you have Christmas aliens. Wearing them right now. But there's also a cat design that I have obviously been eyeing up. And Carla Marie, I can't believe we haven't talked about this already, but the contoured pouch and ball caddy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's amazing. Me undies has men's underwear that helps support and... uh how do I say it? Accentuate your junk. Okay. <laughs> well, if you don't need new underwear, MeUndies also has loungewear and bathing suits as well. Good things come in big packages at MeUndies. Get 20% off your first order plus free shipping. Go to MeUndies.com slash CMA. That's MeUndies.com slash CMA for 20% off plus free shipping. MeUndies, comfortable from the outside in. Think quick. It's two second tunes. Today we are going to be jumping into mid 90s pop music. But nice. before we get into the songs, let's meet today's contestants. So we have Jen and Lisa from New Jersey. Good morning, ladies. Good, Good morning. Right, Lisa, we are going to start with you. Here is your first two second tune. Hanson my jam, my boys. Wasted no time with that yeah. one as we move over to Jen's part of round one. Here is your two-second tune. Uh, 
Rembrandts, I'll be there for you. Two points. Possibly our fastest round one okay, of all time. <laughs> Slow down here. <laughs> now we transition to round two. And if you're familiar with the game, you know that these rounds will get harder as we go. So back over to you, Lisa, in round two. Here is your two-second tune. Jen's favorite song, No Doubt, Don't Speak. Two points. <laughs> um, I think that was sarcasm. Oh, no, I could stand that song. Really? <laughs> so, <laughs> so 1995, this song comes out. And Jen, how old are you at that point? 10 or no, 11. Sorry. And you're like, I hate this song. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Did you hate all of No Doubt or just that song? That song, I don't know what it was, but I just couldn't stand it. <laughs> I can see that. Well, Jen, we're going to move over to your part of round two. Let's see if you hate this song as well. Here's your two <laughs> okay. second tune. <laughs> Getting jiggy with it, Will Smith. Two points. Oh, man. Are we still tied? They are perfect across the board. All right. As we enter round three, the hardest of the three rounds, back over to Lisa. Here is your two-second tune in round three. Bittersweet Symphony, The Verve. Woo! Oh, my God. Wow. Um, when Anthony quizzed me, I said Coldplay. <laughs> yeah. I guess that. that. Here's what's on the line as we enter the last clue in regulation here in round three. Oh, my God. Jen, you need two points to push this to overtime. Anything less than that, your sister Lisa takes the crown from you. Okay. Here is your final two-second tune. Porn, Natalie Imbruglia. Say that one more time. Porn, Natalie Imbruglia. Two points. Wow. I had to go back for that one. I'm not going to lie. You guys uh, have thoroughly, thoroughly impressed me here today. Thus proving that twins are the exact same person. That's true. But (laughs) here's how the tie-breaking round works for anyone who has not listened to two-second tunes yet. I have one more clue left. It is just about 12 seconds long. The first person to yell their name and give me either the correct title or the correct artist. This is sudden death. So either point wins, wins the game. Got it. Here for the win is your two second tune. Well, Jen raised her hand first. Lisa yelled her name after that. You got to raise your name. You got to yell your name now. You got to yell your name. That's why I just paused and stared at them. So, since she yelled her name first, Lisa, what do you got? Mariah Carey, always be my baby. Two points and Congratulations to today's champion, Lisa. How does it feel to take the crown from your sister? Redemption. Nice. Redemption. Nice. You'll get your Dairy Queen Blizzard. That was our wager. Oh, we did, oh, oh what flavor Blizzard? Reese's Peanut Butter Cup. Oh, the one that'll kill Carla Marie. Man, I Hi. used to have that. Then the whole peanut allergy thing happened and ruined my life. Well, enjoy your Dairy Queen. And we can't let you go without saying thank you so much for uh, continuing to support us and being part of the little community that we've been trying to build here. Thank you. If you build it, nerds will come. Nerd News. Because there's a little nerd in all of us. Today's nerd news goes out to all of you Stanley Cup stands out there. You know, the big quencher cup that everyone's holding. 
When you look at that monstrously large and top-heavy cup, what do you see? A fashion statement? An iconic piece of drinkware? Well, one TikToker who goes by Lead Safe Mama wants you to know there's lead in that cup, and you should probably be aware of it. Lead Safe Mama is an account that goes through common household items or consumer items and finds out if there is lead in that item. Now, what happens if you drink water contaminated with lead? Well, possible brain damage is a pretty big issue. But before you throw that overpriced cup in the garbage, the people at Stanley want you to know something. Yes, there are trace amounts of lead in your cup, but where it's located is the important detail. The company claims that the lead is located between the walls of your insulated cup, claiming your water or whatever you put in there doesn't actually come in contact with the metal. The lead pellets that are used in the manufacturing process is for insulation and you're protected by the layer of stainless steel that holds your drink. And that actually falls in line with what the Lead Safe Mama account found. But here's the interesting thing to keep in mind. If your Stanley insulated cup becomes damaged somehow, I don't know how that would happen because it's all metal. If the outside cracks, you can be exposed to lead. So don't try to save the thing if it's broken, just get rid of it. This episode of The Morning Show Podcast is brought to you by BetterHelp. We talk all the time about getting your priorities in order, but how do you actually know what that order should be? Great question. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of that. Yeah, you don't need to wait until you're dealing with trauma to start therapy. Actually, going to therapy can help you develop coping strategies for when you do find yourself in those difficult situations. If you've been thinking about starting therapy, you should give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online and designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. There's a brief questionnaire to fill out before you get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. That's one of my favorite features, honestly. Learn how to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash CMA show today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com slash CMA show. It may not be important, but we're all talking about it. This is Pop Stop. In two weeks, we will have the first ever Taylor Swift Super Bowl, and she's not even performing. Travis Kelsey and the Kansas City Chiefs will take on the San Francisco 49ers at Super Bowl 58 in Las Vegas. The 49ers almost did not make it. They were losing to the Detroit Lions until the third quarter, but ended up getting a win. The Chiefs beat the Ravens for the AFC Championship title, and the biggest highlight of that game was Taylor Swift joining all of the families on the field to hug, kiss, and congratulate Travis. It was actually the cutest and the first time she's gone on the field at all after a game. She normally doesn't do that, so it was a big deal. But we don't actually know if Taylor will be at the Super Bowl. She kicks off the next leg of her Eras Tour in Japan just a few days before the Super Bowl and even has a show the night before. The flight to Vegas from Tokyo is about 13 hours, so she could definitely make it. Oh, and Usher's also the halftime performer, so that's kind of cool, too. What's trending? The thing you didn't know you needed until Carla Marie told you about it. Today's What's Trending was on Shark Tank, so you know it's going to be good. It's called Pop Light, and it's a light that you can hang on your wall in seconds, and you don't need to have electricity running to that area, and you don't need to drill anything 
into the wall, which is amazing. It sticks onto your wall, but it's not like a tap light. It's not like one of those ugly lights. It is high-end looking, which is great. It comes in a few colors, and it is renter-friendly, which is amazing because sometimes when you live in an apartment and you can't do all of these cool decor things, it sucks, but not with this. I put a link at themorningshowpodcast.com. The Morning Show Podcast. Every morning. Every morning. With Carla Marie and Anthony. Thank you for listening to The Morning Show Podcast. A reminder, your rate and your review of this podcast is always helpful. It's free for you. You just got to click a few buttons and it really goes a long way for us. So we appreciate whenever you could do that. It looks different on every platform, whether it's Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen. Hit that star button, five stars, please, and leave a review where you can. And with that, episode 457 is over. Special shout out if you happen to be listening from the Shreveport, Louisiana area, because that is where today's corresponding area code is, area code 457. But honestly, no matter where you're listening from, thank you for making time for us. We'll be back in your ears tomorrow with the Tuesday show. Thanks for listening to the Morning Show podcast. Catch Carla Marie and Anthony live on Twitch. Twitch.tv slash Carla Marie and Anthony. 